Well, for a new correspondent, New Delhi is known as one of the toughest gigs in the business. The ABC's new South Asia correspondent, James Oten, takes a moment to reflect on his first trip to India many years ago. Have you ever been to Delhi? It's a question I was asked a lot before I took this posting. And it's a fair enough question. I just signed up to living here for a couple of years. I'm sure many people were just curious, asking a genuine question. But my mind interpreted it as something more ominous. Like, have you ever been to Delhi because that place is a mess, or it's chaotic, or you're going to hate it? The thing is, I had been to this city before, or more broadly, India, 13 years ago. And I had some great experiences. I was cast as an extra in a major Bollywood film partner. And if you squint really hard, you'll see me with a mop of hair in the background of a wedding scene. I remember long train journeys watching the southern Indian countryside pass by in the days before being glued to your smartphone was an option. I also had the best cup of tea in my life. And thanks to nostalgia, it's an experience I'll never get again. But after six weeks in this country, like many others... I left feeling certain that I would never return. Firstly, I think it's important to acknowledge an underlying issue. In my early 20s, my mental health was poor. In the weeks before India, I had for the first time accepted I had depression and I had booked in the first of many, many sessions with a psychiatrist for when I got back. My only international travel before India was a university exchange in Sweden. So when I landed here, Instant culture shock. It felt like I'd gone from the world's most organised place to the most disorganised. And this was a time when the travel guide Lonely Planet was the backpacker bible. Instead of using the internet to plan your trip, you followed what Lonely Planet told you to do. And each destination I went to in India, the backpacker bible had a flurry of warnings. Don't eat the street food because you'll get sick. Watch out for this scam or be wary of copycat hotels. I'm sure it was just trying to be helpful, but my mind instantly seized up before I'd even arrived at each destination. And of course, I did get sick. I did get scammed. I did get followed down the street from pesky vendors who would not take no for an answer. I just wanted to relax, but instead, I was constantly on edge. So, here I am, more than a decade later, back in India. I took this job for a whole range of reasons. I've wanted to be a foreign correspondent as far back as high school. I strongly believe Australia's future lies in Asia. And now with the rise of China set in motion, I think we're going to focus a lot more on the alternative monolith, India. But taking such a big leap comes with it a range of emotions, from ecstatic to terrified. I spoke with many journos and camera operators who'd worked here about their experiences. And they told me the best and the worst. The whole time, I'm worrying, will it be like last time? And then something happened. I came to Delhi in November for a handover. And those emotions from a decade ago, gone. Instead, the opposite happened. Things started to feel manageable. I started to become calm. A feeling that I enjoyed for most of my final weeks in Australia. It was as if I was done processing all the other emotions and finally ready to take the leap. And now I'm here in suburban Delhi, enjoying my new home with my partner, who generously supported the big move. We've wandered the streets, caught the train, shopped for groceries, joined the gym. And the street food? Amazing. No Delhi Belly. 
Much of the smooth transition is due to the help of my colleagues, both here in Delhi and back in Australia. I understand there are tough times ahead. What I'm seeing now is a sanitised version of South Asia. I've not endured the brutal Delhi summer yet. I've only had a taste of so-called pollution season, where the air quality in winter is consistently as bad or worse to what Australia experienced this bushfire season. I'm yet to hit a pointless bureaucratic roadblock or see firsthand the extreme poverty and desperation that exists here. And it's almost guaranteed that I will get sick. Hopefully, it'll just be a tummy bug and not dengue fever. But at least now, I'm as confident as I'll ever be that I can do this. It's left me feeling excited to experience this region all over again with a clear mind and open eyes. What an opportunity. Wish me luck. We certainly do wish you luck. James Oaten there, the uh, ABC's new South Asian correspondent. Uh, Congratulations on the new gig and all the best.